Welcome to the TLT Movement Podcast, a podcast for tomorrow's leaders today. In this episode, I am sat next to an author of the book, The Wonders of You, Understanding Your Unique Energy, Mr. Nathaniel Getz. He gave me this book, and I read the whole thing last night. It was really, really awesome, and I felt like it'd be a perfect TLT movement episode. So I have invited him here on the show. He has very humbly and gracefully accepted the invitation. And so without further ado, let's get right into the episode. People try to put us to death. Hard is the new fun. Ask not what your country can do for you. Ask what you can do for your country. All right, Nathaniel, how are you today? Oh, we're doing fantastic. We're in Southwest Florida, loving life. Oh, yeah. Love it here. It's the best place to be. We're, we're so free here, blue skies every day. It's amazing. Mm-hmm. I enjoy it so much. Mm-hmm. Life is good. Life is good. But, you know, what I learned from your book is <laughs> <laughs> that for some reason, I don't think life is good all the time, and that's okay. That's normal because I was born with a unique energy and i found that your book half the people in the world are like me so i'm not alone here your book kind of puts people into two different energy groups that god gives them and to my understanding through your book you can't change what you are right that's right god created you with energy that either goes up and down like this or linear energy and it was there from from birth when you were made. And so what happens is that a lot of people don't understand or haven't been taught. This is not common knowledge. And so many times they want to be like someone else. They're, they they kind of like, well, my dad was like this. But the way God designed it, the, the father and the son have opposite energy. And so it was meant to complement each other. Or the, the mother and the daughter have opposite energy. Even though they're the same gender, Right. Their their energy is is different as a way to work together, celebrate each other. And what happens, there's probably not enough celebration going on because they're wondering, why can't I do that really well? Mm. Well, you just weren't made with that kind of energy that you're naturally good at that. And so you describe these two people groups as starters and finishers. The starter being the person who fluctuates often, goes goes up, feels super good, and then down, feels bad. And the finisher is the type of person that remains closer to the homeostasis line, a linear line. And so can you describe for our audience what different type of uh, traits these two groups might have so that they can recognize? And also, if you go to his site, people logics.com which we will link below you can take in a assessment and find out pretty quick what group you fall into so can you describe uh what how someone could recognize if they're either a starter or a finisher okay we'll start with you because you you're a starter as you discovered in my book <laughs> yes. and so with you for example you're very fun look at that natural laugh you're just you're just a, a life of the party you're just Typically, starters are much more relational, yeah, and and they a lot of times they're they're better at adjusting and pivoting in life. Things may not work out, and then they go 
onto something else. And um, they're just really good visionaries. And, and typically, if you hear somebody say, oh, that person is a visionary, usually they're a starter. Mm. They cast the vision, and the finishers usually come in and say, ah, this is what we need to do to actually implement this. I see. And so that's why you and I are having fun here today in Southwest Florida because I'm naturally intrigued by your energy because I don't have what you have and what you bring to the table. And I don't have what you have. I don't bring to the table. It's kind of peculiar because you would expect the people with the same energy would be attracted to and want to hang out with the people that are like them. But what I've experienced in life and what your book describes is it's actually the exact opposite. Usually the best teams, the best relationships and partnerships are one person being a starter and the other person being a finisher, the linear, and they kind of balance each other out as opposed to throw each other off if they know how to communicate and understand each other properly. Did I have that right? Mm-hmm. Exactly, you do, yeah. yeah. They complement each other and and... It's really important to team up with the right person because like I talk about in the book, there's times in life that you're just naturally attracted to this person, but you have nothing in common. Like, I mean, it's like, why am I so attracted to this person? It's, there's a line that says love is blind. You know, they, they wonder like, how did these two people end up together? Right. Opposites attract. Exactly. It, yeah. And so what I do in the book is make it easier for people to understand and I really love to set people like you free in that you are not broken. This is exactly how God made you. And I want to help celebrate that and help you grow and develop. And anybody that's watching to help them grow and develop into how God created them to excel in life. And there's just certain things you're not good at. You're never going to be good at. You can learn things. And I can learn things and I can learn behaviors. But at the end of the day, if we play to our strengths, we're just going to be much more productive and enjoy life a lot better. Yeah, so that was something that I was a little confused about because your book, it went into a lot of really good detail on how to recognize which people group you fall into. And when I read the starter one, I was like, oh yeah, that is definitely me. But then when I read the finisher one, I was like, wait a second, but I, I have that trait and... And I, I sometimes do that too. I, I, I keep uh, meticulous n notes and stuff, and that's not usually normal. And so why do you think people sometimes do both if they're born one way? Well, we call those learned behaviors. Ah. Learned behaviors. Like, for example, if you sign up for the Marines, you're not going to be late. You'll learn quickly not <laughs> right. to be late. <laughs> And so by nature, you know, one of the things I talk about is in time. There's just some people that are late to to a lot of things. Sure. And it's usually starters. And, you know, part of the, the positive thing, starters get so, have so much fun with what they're doing, they kind of lose track of time a lot. Right. Especially if they're not leading. You know, like I like to say, church is so funny. For the ushers that come in, they're like, uh, yeah, yeah, Miss Jones wants to sit right in here. I know she's late again. She, she's going to interrupt you, and that's just normal for her because she's always running late. I even have a friend from church. He said, yeah, I started telling my wife that the church actually starts 30 minutes <laughs> before it actually starts, so she'll be on time. That's hilarious. So time is like a big conflict, and I talk about my dad and I, before people logic, wow, we had no clue, and there was a lot of arguments. And so what I want to do is help people understand each other so you understand 
how to navigate life without conflict all the time. Right. So you you mention your company, People's Logic, and that's kind of the organization where you develop this uh, idea because I haven't really seen this any place else. Is this kind of a people logic idea? Oh, totally. My dad had amazing insight. And like one thing I say in the book is that he read all these books. It was very popular. Men are like this and women are like this. Well, he read this one book called Samson and Delilah. And he, he was like, he shut the book. He said, I am not like Samson. I'm Delilah. My wife is Samson. <laughs> and so we knew, you know, because him and I was on a quest. You know, so we we literally would subscribe to women's magazines and buy them. It's like, okay, women think like this, men think like this. But it it wasn't clarifying why within a gender, like you and I, we can be so different. Right. And him and I were so different. Like sometimes a person like me can become inferior because my dad was very charismatic and, and all these kind of things. And so he started putting it together that, okay, you have inside the same gender but these energies are flowing differently. And so we started putting it together that it's not men are all like this and women are all like this. Within the same gender, it's so helpful to understand that I'm never going to be like my dad. I'm never going to be charismatic like my dad. But on the other hand, he's never going to pull together details and finish projects and be analytical. He's never going to be that person. So, right. so it's de- it was designed to understand that even within men, you have starters and finishers, and women, starters and finishers. And so when people don't understand about uh, about people logic, and yeah, you ask about that, yes, my dad and I developed this. He had the idea. Uh-huh. It was given to him. And then, of course, me being a finisher, I came in and said, uh, this is how we can kind of implement it. And now uh, we're releasing it to the world, in essence, through through this book and the website mm-hmm. and your right. podcast. Nice, yes. <laughs> yes, we're doing it. This is great. All right, so that's super cool. So you and your dad started this organization, developed this idea, and your book describes how how God designed parents and kids to be like this because if they were the exact same, it being different, it helps both of them grow. And it, it, they complement each other more when they're not the exact same, which I think this book is the physical manifestation of that exact idea. Your dad having the concepts and ideas, you actually putting it into a book. So that is super, super cool. And so what people get with that, you have no idea how valuable that is and the amount of time and energy that went into that. And so I just highly recommend that people do this. I never understood how valuable books are to imagine that you could pick up that copy of that book for $20 and understand everything that's in there. Yes. I had no idea that books were that valuable. Oh yeah. Within the, within the couple hours that I read this, I think this, this uh, sentence right here really encapsulates what the book is about. And what I felt like I walked away from understanding more. And it says the content of this book will help make it much easier for you to find your place in the world, the place where you fit and can use your God-given talents to benefit yourself and the people around you. It all starts with noticing and accepting the energy with which we were made. So that is exactly how I felt walking away from this book is I felt like, oh my gosh, I'm not broken. Like, like 
just because I go up and down and I can be on top of the world so excited about something and then the next day or even next hour be just in the bottom of a pit, just depressed, don't like my life, just feel like I'm, I'm a failure. I flip-flop. And I thought that this was something that was wrong with me, that I needed to kind of iron and work out. And um, I went and saw a therapist because I just wasn't really appreciating this about myself like at all because other people in my life are so consistent in their moods and in their um, aspirations while I felt like I flip-flopped. And she said that maybe I would have bipolar. And I just hate that word so much. I don't want to subscribe to that. I don't want to wear that condition as a badge of honor and accept that and then take pills to stop it because I do feel like it is a little bit of part of the formula of why I am who I am. And this book really confirmed that for me that that is true. Like it really is just who I am and it doesn't have to be a hindrance to me, but it can actually be an asset. I just have to find the finisher people to be able to fill in the gaps and they need me to fill in their gaps. So I think that that is beautiful and really open my eyes as far as relationships with my roommates and with my family and with uh, like romantic relationships that we don't have to be the exact same for it to be successful. It's actually usually the exact opposite. You got to be different energies so that you can balance each other out. I think that was so awesome. You know what's funny? It would be it would be disaster if you were the same energy. For example, the people that I'm attracted to, they're very high-profile starters. I love them. Like I wrote in the book, I love these people. They're so much fun. Right. But you get them and my wife in the same room, there's just so much in her. She, she just wants to leave like right away. The people I like to hang out with, she can't – handle the energy. It's just too much of a good thing. And so, for example, one thing with you that I really like and want to help you and, and your audience understand is you being a starter, you know how you're up real high, but you, you fall. Yeah. And I, and I pointed out that li finishers are linear energy. What it's designed is you have someone in your life like me that is a safe, a safe place, a safe space as you're falling, the way God designed it is for me to come in and catch you. Mm. Where you're you're not like falling out of the airplane and hitting the ground. My job is to make your coming down smoother, easier landing and, and explain to you and, and work with you and, and help you that it's going to be fine. This is going to come together, and this is where my finisher instinct will come in. This is what we're going to do. Here's our plan. You're, you had a great idea. It's a fantastic idea. People may say you're defective, but you're not. You're a starter. You you don't have ADD. Like right. you're not. It's not a dysfunction that right. you're a starter and you you have these great ideas, but you don't finish everything, and, and that's fine because that's what people like me and other people in your audience that are finishers are designed to come around you and help you figure out how to implement this amazing idea you had that you're not able to finish by yourself. And so that's right. why the complementary energy works together so well. And to know that it is totally fine not to finish everything. And it, thank God, <laughs> thank God, totally fine. So that one seems a little bit more obvious to me, like how you can help me. How does a starter help somebody like you? How does a starter help a finisher? Starters bring fun to the planet. 
If it was only finishers, this planet would be boring. I <laughs> get out. The to-do list would be huge, and, and there would just be way too much over-analysis of things. And, you know, starters just bring life and energy and levity. I creativity mean, ideas. Creativity is right? huge, yeah. Most of the best creators, most comics uh, are, are starters. Oh, yeah, I believe that. Yeah, they're just the great... Fun. Um, the Yes Man, the guy that wrote the the movie, Jim Carrey. Yeah, like, yeah. he's like the epitome of a high profile starter. Yeah, that's loving life. So yeah, in my book, I point out a lot of different people that are well known and easy to to search on the internet to help you quickly start to look for these certain traits. So that, for example, you walk in a room. After this read and after this knowledge and after this is imparted unto you, you can walk in a room and immediately say, okay, half of these people in the room are ha- are starters with energy goes up and down. Mm-hmm. Half of these people are finishers with linear energy. I don't really care about their gender right now. For sure, I know at the core of their being, this is the case. And so I want to connect with the finishers in the room because I've got this great video project and I'm doing this great movie from Israel and I need some people to pull it together and I need yes. some funding and I need some people to, to, to actually, yeah, in essence, fund the vision of projects like that. So whatever it may be for sure, when you walk in a room, you're not going to want to have two high pro high profile finish uh, starters, sorry, two high profile finishers just talking all the time and not getting anything actually accomplished. Right. That makes a lot of, of hence and two finish or two starters that you mentioned in the book that I I was inspired by. I was like I was like oh so this can be a good thing. Is you mentioned uh, Richard Branson and and he's the creator of Virgin, which I learned in this book has like four hundred different businesses under his brand, and so he's just super good at the innovation, kind of getting things going. He gets super excited about something, and then he passes it on to the people who will be detail-oriented and take it and keep it going. And he's made a lot of success out of that, uh, which is very inspiring, and I'm glad that there's people like him that can pave the way so that I can kind of see what it looks like to be a successful starter. Because I always viewed the finisher people like, oh, that's that's where I want to be because those are the people that get it done. Like, those are the people that close it and that's what makes the income. That's what makes stuff happen is, is when it can be closed and when it's be finished. Uh, another starter that inspired me in this book was Thomas Edison. And uh, in, in your book, it says when a reporter uh, pointed out that it seemed to be a complete failure that he just couldn't get the light bulb, he said, I have not failed not once. I have successfully found 10,000 ways that it will not work. And that is so awesome because sometimes when I feel like something didn't work out, I do feel a little bit like a failure, even though I'm a starter. But that's only because I didn't understand what that energy was or, or why that was good for me to be a starter. Now I can now that I'm aware of, of kind of what I am and who I am and the fact that it won't change, I feel like I can go into things with a whole different mindset of if it didn't work out, I can learn from that and move on. It's not that I failed because you only fail once you quit. 
And so that, those were two super inspiring examples for me in this book that you had. And you had a bunch about famous finishers and all this stuff. And I would highly recommend if this conversation intrigues you to get this book, because once you read this, you'll definitely understand which side you fall into and how you can benefit from the other group and also how you can utilize this superpower to your advantage. And so, man, do I appreciate this. I, I, every page I got a highlight on here because it was just so much fun to read. You, you mentioned in the book how it kind of took you a while to complete it. Is that, is that normal for finishers? Like, like it, it, it takes them kind of a long time to do certain things longer than a starter would? What happens a lot of times, finishers overcommit and to too many different, finishing too many projects. Mm. And what happens, at least in my case and many finishers' case, once you get something on a finisher's list, it's hard to get it off the list. And so I had this, and I kept saying, I'm going to, I'm going to, to write this book and I get this book published and it's going to get out to the world. And you know how many starters I lost along the way because they, you know, starters are very spontaneous, quick, let's get it done quickly. And, and for me, it was very methodical. I was going to do it and it was, it was, it was just going to happen. And so a lot of times finishers can say yes to too many things. And that's what I did. And so that's why it took so long for me to do this is because I bought into so many starters good ideas, but sometimes good ideas are not God ideas. Mm. And What's the difference between the two? Well, there's a lot of good, good ideas, but was that what you were designed to do? Is mm. this what you were put on the planet to do? You have a purpose. You have a, you, you have a destiny. You have a purpose. You have a specific reason that you're here. And for me, I was chasing a lot of other things except simply obey God, which he told me to help him get his message out. I mean, you would think that's simple to do, right? Right. <laughs> but it wasn't because I was I was uh, jumping on too many bandwagons of great ideas. But um, it wasn't what I was supposed to do. So that's why it did take a while. How does somebody recognize when they've veered off path and when they're not in their God-given purpose for being here? Well, they're probably not flowing in peace and happiness and fulfillment and, and those kind of things. And um, I get such gratification out of this. And you know when you're doing the right thing. I get so gratification to see you light up and set free. You're not, disfect you're not defective. You're not dysfunctional. You're not all these labels that they put on. You're a creation of God with energy that goes up and down like this. You're supposed to laugh just like that. Look yeah. at that laugh. It's fantastic, <laughs> and it's contagious. And, it, you know, I just want to uh, help people, and I feel very fulfilled when I help people understand who they are and who they are not. Mm. And that is satisfying to me. So I know that this is what I'm supposed to be doing. So if I'm understanding correctly, when somebody's not operating in their purpose, they, it's almost like peace, joy, fulfillment is a side effect of operating in the purpose that they're in. And when they feel those things, they, they can know that they're doing what they're supposed to be doing. And when they're not feeling those things and that means that they're 
they need to switch it up or um like what like what's that mean when somebody feels like they're doing the right thing but they just don't they're not f- feeling fulfilled or joyful well a lot of times the reason people are in that is they they don't want to take the risk of leaving for example i think the statistics are that the Number one time for people to have heart attacks is 9 a.m. on Monday. Interesting. 9 a.m. Monday is when people have the most heart attacks. Well, clearly those people probably are not doing what they're designed to do. And they're not fulfilled and they're not happy like you are right now and we are right now. And right. so one thing that's good about starters is they walk away. They're willing to walk away and start over faster. A lot of times finishers, they're, they're in, and they, they are so deep into it that for them to just have the faith, you know, to bring in the Bible just a little bit in the Scripture, Abraham was a starter. Abraham, on a word from heaven, told everybody, God told me to leave my house, leave my, house, leave my family, leave my land, and go to this unforeseen place that he's going to tell me about it. <laughs> when I leave everything I know, I'm going to leave everything I know, and, and you're going to follow me probably. And, but we're going somewhere. I don't know exactly where we're going. And so that's a starter that usually operates and leads that way. Usually finishers, they need a lot more details than that. Right. That makes a lot of sense. And well, yeah, that is a step out into faith. My goodness. You don't even know where you're going, but you're just doing. For example, I was at an event tonight, uh, this afternoon, and a girl I met there was from San Francisco. She just suddenly up and left. It came to Naples really just like hardly knowing like any person or people or why she's here or she just knew she wanted to change. It's so that person, you can tell within the first couple minutes that you were t- talking to her that she is a starter. Oh, and this is so powerful and wonderful for people to know. If you want to connect and know who to engage with, like my wife was over here trying to get me to talk to this other lady and I kept saying, I'm in a conversation right here, and this is going to be a long-term relationship. I just know. I can tell because she's a starter, and I know how to help starters have a great time in Southwest Florida. And and so starters are great at discovery. They love discovering new things and adventures and, and fun and spontaneous things. What some people say, some people, they love discovery, and some people say, that uh, they're flaky, they don't know what they're doing, they're very irresponsible. Like, mm. I happened to watch your podcast of you just leaving and going on this trip to wherever, and you had, no, like, no real schedule. Yeah. And that, is, for me, I was like, I'm going to love doing this interview because he's such a starter to do that. Oh, yeah, that, reflecting back on it, that was some starter activity right there. Yeah, I realized uh, at this this point in your book... Because you, you got into even nitty-grittier detail than just the two people group, because that's vague. But there's different levels. And I found I am a high-profile uh, starter. And so I, I am super spontaneous. And like I'm like the, the uh, turned-up, amped-up version of what a starter is. And this can freak finishers out. And get them a little nervous because they're so spontaneous and so go with the flow. When a finisher really needs a schedule and needs it kind of planned out and needs like so, some strategy, 
And so beings that starters and finishers connect so well and yet different traits about them both can kind of freak each other out. How can they learn to communicate in a way or start, I know that's super complex, but start to communicate in a way where it can be beneficial. It comes with understanding. Solomon wrote in scripture that wisdom and understanding are more valuable than silver and gold. Mm. If you understand people and you have wisdom about this, you're never going to run out of silver and gold. There's always people that need what you have. And if you're trying to be somebody else, if you're a starter and you're trying to trying to run a spreadsheet in a cubicle, <laughs> well, you're just not going to excel in life. Or be happy. No. Yeah. It might be one of those 9 a.m. Uh, <laughs> heart attacks <laughs> on a Monday. Yeah, it's a, it's a lose-lose for, for not only yourself, but also for your employer because you're not walking in your purpose. You know, on the way here, I was listening to another podcast and it was talking about this, this modern day parable. It was discussing about how this dad gave uh, his daughter for, his, for her 16th birthday a car, an old car. And he said, hey, so you can either have this car or you can go tell it and buy whatever you want. And she goes, well, it's, it's pretty old, so I think I'm, I'm going to go tell it. And he goes, all right, well, why don't you go down to, to, to the car dealership and see how much it's worth? She, she goes down, she comes back and says, yeah, they would give me uh, 10K. And he goes, all right, how about, how about you go down to the pawn shop and see? So she goes down to the pawn shop. She comes back. She goes, yeah, they would give me 1000 because they said it's old. It needs work. And so he goes, all right, now go down to the classic car show. She goes to the classic car show. She comes back, dad, you won't believe it. This guy, he offered me $100,000 for the car. He said it's super rare and it needs a little, little work, but it is worth so much. And, he's, and the moral of the story was that you're wor- you, you are worthy and you're valuable. But if you're in the wrong place, you're not, your worth is not going to be seen. And a diamond, it can't really shine in a cave. And so if you're not feeling valued, if you're not feeling worthy in maybe your workplace or relationship or something like that, it's, it's because maybe you're in the wrong place that is not seeing the value. Or sometimes, like you just said, you're trying to pretend to be something else that you're not because you want to be maybe like your mom or you want to be like somebody in your life that you look up to a lot that's super good at being the energy that they were born as and you're trying to fit into that and it just will never work. It's like a square peg in a round hole. And so to understand who you are and what you were born with and not only be okay with it, but accept it and then utilize that. That is the f- formula for success, right? Right. And I'm thinking about your audience is kind of a younger audience. Yeah. And by reading this book and studying and understanding this, you can know pretty certain whether this person you're dating, if you're going to be with them 10 years from now. For example, two finishers. They may like each other. They may look great. They may even date and get together. Ten years from now, they're not going to be a thing. Mm. And so I just really want to help 
a lot of young people not go through some heartbreak and understand why he acts like that and, and try to change him or fix him or, or think that he's ever going to become this other energy type. And there's just so much less frustration by knowing and understanding who people are. I'll just use a fun example. So I'm young. I'm at school, and there was this beautiful girl. She was a cheerleader. She was right down the locker for me. I used to go past her, and it's like, wow, this is great. Yeah. Well, she was a finisher, and I was a finisher. There was no connection. There was no chemistry. It never happened. If I knew what I know now, I would have been, yeah, okay, that's great. But <laughs> I could, like, go on and look somewhere that there's actually potential of a relationship developing. I like to say no before you go. Mm. They literally can know before they go out or get in a relationship at any level, deep level, whether this even has an opportunity to succeed or not. Right. So where can people go to learn more about this or get some coaching? Or uh, First thing would be to go to the website, peoplelogics.com. And on there, you can order the book, actually ebook. So you could, they literally could, they literally could read it like right after this podcast. They could go to peoplelogics.com and go right to Amazon, download the ebook and have it like right now. Nice. Understand what we're talking about. Uh, and then also the energy assessments on there. And they can take that and know if they're starter or finisher. There's like over 50 questions. So it's very, it's pretty in depth. Nice. And by the time you're done with that, you're going to know. <laughs> it, what if you're if you're is that what you found? Like, oh yeah, you read all those questions. Oh yeah, you know quickly. Yeah, mm-hmm. and uh, wow, so awesome. So if you are trying to understand who you are, whose you are, why you're here, this might be a great start. So check out the book, The Wonders of You: Understanding Your Unique Energy. Not going to even edit that out. It's just who I am. And I accept that now. I love that. <laughs> I love that about you. Or go to the site linked down below. And uh, Nathaniel, thank you so much for being on the show. And I appreciate you. It's fantastic. I love starter friends. Generation.